When I was in high school, uh, my father started dating this uh, Iranian woman named Ghazal. And uh, you know, my dad always liked to pretend he was richer than he was. That was his thing. And so he was acting really rich. <laughs> and you know, a lot of women, I think, are drawn to, to wealth. Uh, and she was, certainly. And so she married him. And I think she thought he was like a lot richer than he was. And when she realized that he really wasn't very rich at all, and she'd been kind of misled, uh, I think she got mad and felt uh, betrayed, uh, you know, tricked. And um, they'd had a baby. They had a baby. They had a son named Amin. And she was so mad at him that she basically said, I'm done with you, and you take the kid. I don't even want to see him. So he basically raised the son, uh, Amin, my half-brother, and he was always trying to get her to, like, take care of him also. Not because he was trying to get her to, like, be the main caretaker, just because he wanted the kid to have a mom. Um, and she wasn't very um, motherly. Anyway, at a certain point, like, I remember once they, like, had this big fight. And I think, I mean, was like, I don't know, maybe, like, five or six at that time. And he was at his mom's, and she was mad at my dad for something. And she took him back to my dad's, and she, like, left him on the doorstep. And she's like, I'm not taking him anymore. Fuck you. And, you know, just basically dumped him on my dad's doorstep. And I remember, you know, I mean, he was crying and it was just like, you know, sad for him. Uh, and, you know, he felt unwanted by his mother. Uh, and he was. Um, but my dad, you know, did a pretty good job considering of raising him, uh, you know, basically by himself. And they had this really intense bond. And, you know, my dad would sometimes like freak out and like, storm off and and then Amin would be freaked out that he was gone and would call me and dad's missing <laughs> you know anyway it went on and on they just had like this big drama and at a certain point my dad was like I can't take care of him anymore I gotta put him in boarding school in France and I was living in France at the time and he was like I'm gonna put him in boarding school and I want you to visit him every weekend and I was like I don't want to visit him every weekend I, I got my own life and he's like please just visit him every weekend so I was like okay fine and so I would visit him every weekend, but I was in a really bad way. I was uh, doing too many drugs, and I wasn't getting along with my, my wife at the time. And I remember I was like in this dorm room of a friend, because my wife had basically thrown me out of our apartment. Uh, and I was just me and Amin, who is now about, I don't know, maybe seven or eight? I don't know. And uh, I was smoking some pot out of a bong. And he was like, what's that? And I didn't know what to say, so I just said, um, it's like for a cold, if you have a cold. Uh, it's good for your throat. And he was like, can I try it? And I was kind of like, okay, sure. And so he smoked some pot out of a bong when he was like eight, and he, he got really high. And we were walking through Paris, and he was like singing Michael Jackson songs and dancing. And it was kind of funny and fun, but, um, it, you know, it was irresponsible, I guess. But he hated the boarding school, and he eventually begged to be let out of there. And my dad finally took him back to the States. and. Um, we didn't really connect that much for years. He just, you know, like, I don't know. He just didn't seem that interested in, in me, and maybe I wasn't interested in him. But him and my dad were, like, inseparable. And when my dad was dying, I mean, he took care of him. Uh, he took care of him for a long time, and he, you know, he took good care of him. Um, but he just burned out. He couldn't do it anymore. And he was just saying, I can't do this. I just can't do this. And so they put him in a home. And I mean, didn't even want to visit him. Like he was so done with dealing with that. And, you know, he'd lived at home his whole life taking care of my dad. Or First, my dad was taking care of him, then he was taking care of my dad. But it was just the two of them 
their whole lives, and they were so bonded, like so much more than I was with my father. And at the funeral, I was the one who was like crying. And Amin was just telling stories, like funny stories, I guess, about all these cons that my dad would do. And he was like really impressed with my dad's cons. And it was just like one boastful con after another. And I remember thinking, really? That's what, that's what you're impressed by? Um, okay. But, you know, they were so similar. Like they both were like con artists. They both loved to gamble. And they were just like soulmates in this way that, you know, I never felt like I was with my dad or mom either. And, you know, I've tried to reach out to him. I've been trying to reach out to him my whole life, <laughs> but he's not very uh, available or receptive. Uh, he's nice. And sometimes, you know, we'll talk and it's nice, but basically there's very little true uh, connection. And once he came to, to visit me in New York, I remember he stayed for like five minutes and left. But he's my half-brother. <laughs>